You are tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network on jmandtheam.org and nachumsiegel.com. Stay tuned for JM Sunday with Matis Weingast.
Good morning, everyone. Welcome to JM Sunday right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Matis Weingast, and I'm your host today. As I have been for the last 200 shows of JM Sunday, this is uh, the 200th show of JM Sunday right here on the Nachum Siegel Network, and it's very exciting to hit a milestone. 200 is certainly a milestone, and we, uh, we're we so excited for that. Uh, it is a fast day today. Uh, we commemorate... Uh, the 17th, the fast of the 17th of Tammuz. The 17th was actually yesterday, so we pushed the fast off till today, and uh, we're commemorating it. So oh, we're having a bit of a low-key morning today on the show, uh, and uh, we look forward in the coming weeks, um, perhaps at the beginning of the next uh, season of uh, programming, to have a real great celebration uh, in honor of the 200th show and uh, four years of of being here on JM Sunday, my thanks uh, right at the outset to Nachum Siegel for putting this entire network together uh, and uh, presenting it to the public with the tremendous help of Miriam El Wallach, who's the general manager, and so many people behind the scenes, including, of course, ZK and Avrami, and lots of others. So great thanks go uh, out to them for putting all this together, and especially, of course, to Nachum. And my thanks to all of you for listening tuning us in every uh, Sunday morning, sending great comments and um, letting us know how things are, suggestions, thoughts, ideas, whatever it may be. So thank you so much. And uh, we appreciate it and we continue to do what we can to help you out there and uh, to help you appreciate Jewish music and the programming and uh, to start your morning on a Sunday morning or the afternoon is the case maybe with many of our listeners around the world, depending on the time. It is uh, 7.07 in the morning, and uh, as I mentioned, it's a fast day today. It's the 18th of Tammuz, 24th of July. And it's this heat wave out here in the north New Jersey area. The uh, temperature right now is 74 degrees and clear, going up to a high of 96 and then back down to 75. And it's expected to be in the mid-90s for the next few days as it has been over the last few days. In Jerusalem, a little bit uh, milder, 82 degrees right now and clear, going down to 68 degrees and a 10% chance of rain later uh, this evening into the night. Rabbi Gowasser will join us at 7.30 with morning chizuk. And uh, we will not have our news from Israel this morning with Hannah Julian. She's under the weather, so we are not going to have that. Uh, I expect to be joined at about 8.30 by um, our guest for uh, this morning. He is a, um, he is a uh, well, his name is Michael Haruni, and he is the creator and editor of the uh, Nahalel series of Sidurim, beautiful uh, 
beautiful new scissor came out recently uh, for the weekday, and the uh, the Shabbos one came out a couple of years ago. We'll talk to him about the uh, about these new Sidurim. Absolutely beautiful, uh, with pictures and uh, nice commentary, a nice uh, translation. So we'll talk to him at the uh, at eight thirty. And until then, we will be playing music appropriate for the time that we're in, the uh, three weeks, beginning of the three weeks format here on the network and uh, JM Sunday. Nachum and uh, crew were in Israel last week, broadcasting amazing shows from uh, different venues. If you missed any of it, go on to NachumSiegel.com and you can see the videos and you can uh, hear the shows. Just uh, it was amazing programming. That programming will continue tomorrow morning as he will broadcast from Israel, and then uh, he'll be back later in the week. So, another exciting show, of course, tomorrow morning, coming up on JM in the AM. Let's go right to the music. Here is um, the showroom Choir, right here on JM. Oh, what is that noise? Right here on JM Sunday, on the Nachum Siegel Network. Chassidim v'anshein masse, chassidim v'anshein masse, hoyim ragdin, avi koyshelo. Chassidim v'anshein masse, chassidim v'anshein masse, hoyim ragdin, avi koyshelo. Chassidim v'anshein masse, chassidim v'anshein masse, hoyim ragdin, avi koyshelo. Ven achuset geta spring dot in himmel geta kling, deba shefer shiktarub oires. Then I could get a spring, dot in the mood, get a cling, never shepherd she tarob. Oh, it is, then I could get a spring, dot in the mood, get a cling, never shepherd she tarob. Oh, it is, oh, it is, oh, it is, Chassidim, <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Avrami Flam here on JM Sunday. Matas Weingast with you on our 200th show, JM Sunday, as we uh, get set to wrap up the fourth season of programming on the uh, Nachum Siegel Network for JM Sunday. It ends in about a month or so, and we'll start another season. I think I might have said beginning of the fourth season for later on in September, but I don't know, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it is the uh, 18th of Tammuz, and because the 17th, which is a normally a fast day, occurred yesterday on Shabbos, it's pushed uh, ahead to today. So today is the uh, 18th, but we commemorate that fast, Shiva Tammuz, and starting to play uh, music appropriate for the three weeks. There will not be news from Israel this week. Hannah Julian is off. Under the weather, we wish her a Vushlema. Today's fast uh, in our area ends at uh, 9.02 p.m., North New Jersey area. Check the times where you are to see what time the fast ends. And uh, what else did we hear? We heard some uh, A.K.A. Pella, Mishorim uh, Choir, Avrami Flam, I mentioned. The Maccabees will be hearing more from selections from those artists in... Uh, in the next hour and a half, including Y Studs. That'll be coming up after Rabbi Goldwasser. My uh, guest at about 8.30 will be uh, Michael Haruni. He is the creator and editor of the uh, Nahalel series of Sidurim. A very beautiful set of Sidurim. And uh, we'll speak to him about the creation of those coming up a little bit later on. It is... uh, it is 7.30, and at this time, each and every Sunday through Thursday, we present to you Rabbi David Goldwasser, Rabbi Goldwasser's words, Lezech Nishmas, Harvazev, Rabbi Yosef Alevi, and Esther Bas, Rabbi Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. This specific period of the three weeks seems to imply that throughout the rest of the year, we don't really need to contemplate the Golos and the Chorban, the destruction of the Beis Amigdosh. However, we know that every day we pray in our tefillos. We say, May our eyes behold your return to Zion. In Birchas Amazon, in the grace after meals, we say, May Hashem have compassion on Zion. On Yom Tov we recall, Because of our sins, we've been exiled from the land. So we do have references throughout the days of the year to the Chorban Beis Amikdash. Why do we need this special time to remember the Chorban? The Dubna Magid tells of a wealthy merchant who had a son who rebelled against him. The father was compelled to send him away. The son was a big Balgaiva. He was very arrogant and was sure that he was going to be able to manage on his own. He went out into the big world and tried all different types of work. Although the father was very angry at his son, he still loved him, and he would often inquire after his son. He heard that his son was wandering in the city, living from hand to mouth, and he hadn't met with any success. But the father hoped that his son had learned his lesson and had been humbled by the experience and would finally come back home. The father waited to welcome him with open arms. One day, a wealthy merchant who came from the city arrived to discuss business with his father. They discussed their business, and eventually the subject of the son came up. When do you intend to bring your son back home? The father was asked. 
The father answered, When he's going to ask me forgiveness, I will certainly welcome him back home. The merchant said to him, Let me be the agent for your son. I will apologize and express his remorse and beg you to take him back. The father said, No way. You can't be a messenger, not on behalf of my son and not for me. The merchant said, Why not? You would accept the word of a messenger for other things. True, said the father, but I want to see that my son is truly remorseful for what he did. If he'll come to me and tell me that he wants to begin anew and he regrets the past, I will listen. But right now, you don't represent him. You come to me on a business matter, and you just happen to ask me about my son. Similarly, says the Dubna Magid, Every day in our tefillahs, we ask for good health and for livelihood. Incidentally, we also recall the Golos and the Chorban. We remember to tack it onto our tefillahs at the beginning or at the end. However, that's not enough. Such a tefillah is not what's required. Therefore, our sages establish the three weeks so that we can specifically focus on the Chorban and its effects. We concentrate fully on the meaning of our tefillahs for the Geula, for the redemption. Then our Father in Heaven will welcome and accept our tefillahs and return to Shechina to Tzion. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
Oh, I'm going to go to the 
Oh 
one mitzvah at a time. One mitzvah at a
o'clock Eastern Time here on JM Sunday. Matis Weingast with you on the 24th of July, 18th day in the month of Tammuz, 5776. Today we are observing the fast of the 17th of Tammuz, which occurred yesterday. But because it was on Shabbos, we do not fast on Shabbos except for Yom Kippur. So it was moved to uh, today. And it uh, commemorates a number of things in the course of Jewish history. Uh, but especially uh, those events surrounding the destruction of the Beis Amigdash, both of them, and the um, the breaching of the walls of Yerushalayim by the Romans, and, uh, and as I said, other uh, other events in the Jewish calendar. So we commemorate this starting the three weeks, which end uh, on Tisha B'Av. So in our area, in the North New Jersey area, the fast will end today at 9.02 p.m., uh, for those around, so just over, just over 13 hours from now, uh, and uh, those in other areas, check your local times. And uh, many of the listeners here who are in Israel and other places, uh, it's uh, afternoon already, so you don't have too many hours to go for for today's fast. It's going to be hot today, 96 degrees outside is the expected high, uh, clear. Going down to 75 degrees if you're in Jerusalem right now. 82 degrees and clear going down to 68 with a 10% chance of rain. We're giving Hannah Julian the morning off because she's a bit under the weather. We wish her a refuah shalema. So we will not have the news from Israel this morning. And uh, hopefully we'll get back with her next week on Sunday morning at 8 o'clock. Uh, at 8.30, my guest will be Michael Haruni, who's the creator and editor of the uh, Nahalal series of of uh, Sidurim. Beautiful, beautiful set of Sidurim, so we'll talk about those. And uh, we're playing music appropriate for the uh, for the three weeks, as we do when we are uh, when we are here. And we'll have shows throughout the three weeks, uh, as there are shows on the Nahum Siegel Network and JM and the AM. Uh, and it will be with the uh, music and uh, and discussion appropriate for the for the three weeks and nine days format. Nachum, as I mentioned before, Nachum had <clears throat> some amazing shows from Israel last week. Uh, very exciting shows. And if you missed any of them, you can go to the archives. Go to nachumsegel.com, and uh, you can listen to them. You can see the video. Really, really exciting, fantastic stuff. Uh, Nachum will be broadcasting from Israel tomorrow morning, and. Uh, He'll be back in the studio over at Jamie and the AM, hopefully on Tuesday. So uh, thanks to Nachum for bringing that broadcasting from Israel. It's really amazing. Uh, very, very exciting. We are uh, celebrating, if you will, the 200th uh, show of JM Sunday this morning. Consecutive show number 200. We only missed a show or two for Yom Tov. Otherwise, we have been here the whole time over the last four years. Amazing to be part of the Nachum Siegel Network. Much appreciated again to Nachum and to... Miriam Alwalek, who's the general manager of the network, and to everybody who is uh, who's around to work everything to make all this 24-6 programming going. It's really, uh, in a way, 24 and partial 7 because Saturday nights you have uh, Saturday Night Siegel with uh, Avrami. does an amazing job all the time. So there is programming uh, seven days a week. Just have to watch the schedule <laughs> and have to know when to see it. We thank the listeners worldwide who um, who let us know how wonderful the programming is, how much they appreciate it, and uh, it's really great to be part of the network. Uh, I do want to uh, give a shout-out to listener Yaakov, 
And um, we thank you for your kind words. And uh, shout out to listener Yitzchak. He's in Antonio, I guess San Antonio, Texas. The high on Shabbos, he says, was 98. And the expected high today, 99. With uh, sunny to partly cloudy skies. Right now, it's uh, 78 degrees. And um, he is an hour behind because it's central uh, daylight time. Wow. 78 degrees going up to 99. We're at uh, 74 going up to 96. A veritable heat wave around the country these few days. And, uh, yeah, it's going to continue tomorrow also. I think what's the temperature? 96 is expected for tomorrow also. Wow. Amazing. Well, I'll just sit back. Hopefully you're in a nice air-conditioned room or car or wherever you are listening to the show. We're going to continue with, um, let's see, what do we have? We have Y-Studs next? Yeah, we have Y-Studs next. And the Maccabees, Ari Goldwag of Rummy Flum. And at 8.30, uh, my interview with uh, Michael Haruni about the wonderful Sidurim. Thanks for listening, everyone. JM Sunday exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network.
That was a TGIF3 from AKA Pella here on JM Sunday. Matis Weingast with you. We are in the three weeks format. Today is the uh, celebration, if you will, a commemoration, I guess, of the uh, 17th of Tammuz fast, which occurred yesterday. The actual day was yesterday, but because we don't fast on Shabbos except for Yom Kippur, uh, we push it to the day after. So today is the fast. It begins the three weeks format here on the show and on the Nachum Siegel Network, where we're playing uh, a cappella and slow music. And we heard a number of selections. We heard, as I mentioned, A.K. Appella, Y. Studs, Avrami Flam, Ari Goldwag, and the Maccabees. And we'll get to some more music uh, later on before the end of the show. Uh, it, is, uh, it is our 200th show today. And as I mentioned earlier, we are so thankful to be on the network. 200 weeks straight in the four years of programming. The only time we missed was uh, when we had the second day Yom Tov here in uh, the United States or on occasion uh, once the first day Yom Tov. So we couldn't do a JM Sunday uh, here and, uh, you know, but 200 uh, straight weeks. So that is um, that is great. We'll do a greater celebration, I think, when the uh, fourth season ends and we begin the fifth season in the, in September, but uh, today is show number 200. Well, it gives me great pleasure to welcome um, Michael Haruni, who I, I have to double-check with uh, with him as soon as we get him on the air, uh, but I'm calling him the creator and editor and translator of a series of Sidurim uh, called uh, Nahalel, and a very absolutely beautiful series of Sidurim. Uh, we'll discuss it, and I want to welcome Michael Haruni, Good morning and welcome to JM Sunday. Hi, Matthias. Good, to, good to be with you. Thank and, you. And myself on the on the two hundred on it, this being the two hundredth show. Thank you so That's much. Amazing achievement. Thank you, and I appreciate you joining us today on uh, on this milestone for us. It's a, uh, it's it's very um, inspiring to have somebody like you who's done this oh. uh, set of sedurim today because uh, my honor. It, it's. Ex- Extremely spiritually uplifting, to say the least. Now, um, just in terms of history, uh, you started off with the um, with the Nahalel Bencher. Uh, uh, the Varech Bencher. The, yeah, the Varech Bencher was the, called, okay. And that was right. about uh, that was quite a few years ago, am I right? 
When did that start? That was about 17, 18 years ago now. Wow. Yes, that's right. Wow, and, and it <laughs> took the world by storm because it was certainly something totally different than what we are mm. used to davening from. Uh, and now you have the Siddur. I believe the Shabbos Siddur came out first a few years ago, and now you've published the That's Weekday right. Siddur. So exactly right, yes. what inspired you to, um, to, to produce a Siddur like this, which if anyone has not seen it yet, just to describe, and you go online and I suggest everybody order a copy um, of the Siddur, they are replete with pictures. I mean, that's the f- most obvious thing when you just flip through the Siddur. Beautiful, awe-inspiring pictures. What prompted you to do something like this? Well, the immediate prompt was really the success of the bencher. Um, you know, people, people, a lot of people uh, gave me feedback. I, I still do get feedback from people who use the bencher and who, who love the bencher. And thank God, it, you know, it found a very large audience, especially in North America, but also elsewhere. And a lot of people told me that the um, you know, people who had said they cut Amazon every day all their lives, as long as they could remember, uh, they, they'd bench every, every day, and, or you know, even a couple of times a day, and that really for the first time when they used the Nevarech Bencher, they suddenly found that they were thinking about the meanings of the, of the texts that they were reciting. And so the obvious, you know, the obvious next step was really to apply the same technique, that same combination of photographs and, and uh, the text to a full siddur, so that, that, you know, that same benefit could be gleaned from for, you know, for, for, for in the entire, entire uh, liturgy, the entire davening. It must have taken you quite a while to, uh, to choose the, the right pictures to go along with this. Plus, of course, you have the translation here, which you've done. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's, it yeah. must have taken a tremendously long time. I, you know, I was kind of kidding really around... Never- no, I was just saying, I was kind of kidding around when I was speaking to someone. I'm not sure if we call this a Siddur with the pictures or Michael Haruni's um, photographic collection that has a Siddur with it because the pictures are beautiful and you've taken most of them. So uh, it must I've have taken, taken a, a lot of them. Not, yeah. Um, I'll tell you that truthfully, you know, I, although I think that the photographs do play this very important function, they do, and, you know, the whole idea of it is to, to direct our thoughts to the meanings of what we're saying as we say it. You know, pa- photographs have this tremendous power to, to, gr- to grab our thoughts and, you know, and, and direct us to a certain idea or to a certain rea- part of reality. And, you know, and that's what's really lacking when we daven, when we pray. You know, uh, you know those, who, those of us who do pray with any kind of regularity or occasionally are, are aware that, you know, when you're, when you're davening, when you're praying from a fixed text, it becomes very difficult to keep your thoughts directed at what you're talking about, at what you're telling God, what, what, you're, what you're trying to say to God. Your mind can be on, it, on any kind of thing, or maybe you don't even have any idea what the, what the, what the text is saying at all. But, um, so, you know, we really need some device, some help in, in, in keeping our thoughts on what we want to say, and I think the photographs do that very effectively. With that, I, you know, I also... Um, like to think that the photographs are not what the not really what the siddur is about. In other words, the siddur is a siddur, and it's you know the siddur is is a uh, is a, a means that we have. It's an instrument that we have for praying to God, for speaking to God. And what the photographs should really ideally do is help us get our thoughts where they are, where they should be when we speak to God. 
but then to kind of fall into the background. So, you know, I would, I would think, you know, I think it would be a wrong way of using Sidor to sort of leaf through it and look at the photographs and think of it as like a photo album of any kind. It's, a, you know, I don't, it's not, the, photo, the role of the photographs in the Sidor is not the same as like in a, you know, a book of, uh, an art book or, right. or, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, like a, a catalogue from a, an, an exhibition. It, it's, it's really just to perform a function, you know, and I even like to think maybe in the same way as maybe the, photogra- the, the, the imagery in a movie. When you watch a movie, the, mo- the, the image, the imagery is keeping you, is moving you along and makes you aware of what the plot is, what the story is, and what the characters are saying. But really, you know, they, they don't, you don't attend directly to the photos, to the images in the movie, unless right. you're a real film buff and or you're a critic and so on, <laughs> and then you're looking at all these aspects. Right. But they really are instrumental in making you aware of, what, of the story, of keeping the story going. Right, of course. And, and not, not to simply compare the Siddur to a book, but using your analogy of a movie, when you read a book about something that may have been Put into made into a movie. It's the book that is, uh, uh, you know, is, is giving you everything that you you need and to understand. And if you read it and it's written well, then uh, you know you get the you get it from there. But the imagery of a movie for some people uh, yeah. brings that story across even even better. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, yeah. it was something. Uh, you know, when you think about it, the the concept though of having pictures in a sidur is a little bit strange. Maybe because technology wasn't in existence, but there are issues. Certainly, we have over the course of the millennia, illustrated uh, sidurim, illustrated sefarim that we have. And if you think yeah. about it, the imagery that we are supposed to have every day when we're davening, at least in the morning, for instance, is when you say shema, you're supposed to have the tzitzis there. So to see yeah. them, so you ha- so built in is the concept of imagery in what we are doing. Um, so that yeah. that that concept is not foreign to the idea of bringing um, the davening, you know, to us in that way. And something yeah. interesting was mentioned, I think, in one of the forwards. I, I don't remember, but the concept that when we daven, we're bringing God close to us. Um, but mm-hmm. it's that God has not distanced himself from us so to speak it's that we have distanced ourselves and uh, as is written something like this brings us closer when you uh, i'm just taking a look at a pasuka de zimmer page when you see um you know a picture of the of the field and the animals it it's practical it makes a difference mm-hmm. yeah yes yeah, i i think you're right and uh and i think that um uh it's it brings us it brings not only does it direct our thoughts to what the prayer is about, but it also uh, makes us aware of the presence of God in in front of us. You know, it's it's. Uh, I think that you know, although the original idea was to, to 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 use the photos to direct our thoughts to what we're what we're saying, mm-hmm. what happened? What became evident quite soon is that. Um, when you have these photographs in the Siddur and you're davening and you're looking at reality, the reality that God created and the history that God has engineered, when you see, have that visually in front of you, you become very aware of the presence of God right in front of you as you daven. And that's really what we really should be aiming for, you know, according to the, the, most, um, con- the most consistent understanding of what we call kavana mm-hmm. in prayer, the kind of intention, the kind of mental attitude, the mental state that you should have, 
when when we pray, the kind of attentiveness that we pray when we pray, is an awareness of God, an awareness of the presence of God. Um, you know, from 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 the Mishnah and Gemara, and right through to through the Rambam, and and in our, in it more recently, in Soloveitchik stressed this very importantly. That the main the main thing is to use the Hebrew expression Dalif Neimiat Almed, be aware of before whom you stand, and that's that's really the main ideal mental state ideal mental state that we should have and but how do we do that I, you know and i think i like to think that when we use a siddur with photographs we um, we are able to become for example looking at um, an amazing uh, this spectacular mountain that god has created or when we look at the the cloud structure or or the you know the the, the or the earth the whole, or the plat, you know, uh, or, or the uh, a la- any landscape, or the, the, or pl- a whole si- uh, a, a sky, a night sky, with and the amazing the the, the infinity of the cosmos. Uh, we we become aware of the power and the and the and the kindness of God in creating such an amazing world, and of God's presence before us as the crea- as the creator, as the force behind, as the force behind all these things that we're looking at. Right, absolutely. My guest is Michael Haruni, Michael Haruni, who is the uh, uh, editor, uh, creator, translator of the uh, series of um, Nahalel Sidurim, and uh, they are available uh, wherever Jewish books are sold uh, and uh, online. uh, You can find them all over. Uh, This is—it's a traditional prayer book. Uh, absolutely, and it uh, includes yes, completely. and and includes um, I- Israeli. Um, using that term very loosely, Israeli components, meaning you have uh, the davening, the services for Yom Ha'atzmaut and for Yom Yerushalayim. Yes. Very important. Do yes. you have for Yom Hazikaron? Yes. Uh, and uh, those are part and parcel of the siddur. Uh, looking again at the. Um, at the style, I imagine you, you probably got some pushback from people who are saying, no, you can't do something like this. It's not traditional enough. Did, did you hear yeah. that from some, yeah. <laughs> some people? Absolutely. 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 But, well, I have, a, I have a, you know, I had, um, fortunately, I had the, ben, the, the success of the bencher to, you right. know, to, to remind me. But I was also, you know, it's, a siddur is a whole other enterprise. It's much, yeah. much, much bigger. It's also, you know, a siddur is a much, uh, you know, you, when you daven, when you, you know, when you stand in front of God to, you know, to daven shmonaisra, you know, the, the, the amida, the, you know, the, the long, pr- the silent prayer that we say in three times a day, for example, there's a, what we call a covid rush, you know, there's a severity, a, a seriousness of, a mental seriousness sure. that we, that we, uh, we, we should, we should, uh, we should enter, which is, you know, and it's different from a bencher. A bencher is like, you know, something we, it's a, you know, some, it's possible to think of a bencher as a, like a plaything, something we give out at, um, you know, at smachot, at simpers, <laughs> right. and, and, um, uh, you know, and uh, some people have thought that a siddur is a whole different animal, and it is, for sure, it's a different animal, but, but really the principle is the same. You know, it's, it's you know, we, we, to, if we want to do our best to, to be aware of what we're saying and to be aware of our saying it to God as we say it, to be aware of God as immediately present right here in front of me, then, um, you know, then we really, you know, it's very difficult. We need help and we need any device that we can. And I think that, this, you know, this format it has is is, is is proving itself really as effective you know the, from the feedback people are loving it so i'm very glad that i didn't you know that there were people that said you must be crazy but <laughs> but um 
uh, you know, I was, and I was nervous, but and, uh, I kept going uh, through some kind of madness of my own. I don't know what, you know, how it was. A very, it was. You're right. It took a very long time. The best part of eight years, even more. Wow. But, um, but uh, you know, I, it was a, a labor of love, and um, and I, uh, I, I love doing the translation, especially. But, um, right, and it's an uh, absolute, yes, it's, uh, uh, you know, again, you mentioned earlier that uh, sometimes people don't even understand the words that they read. And we know that yes. when you daven, you, you should understand what you're reading. And even if you have to read it in a different mm. language, it is it is the davening. Uh, so when you yes. have a translation that really uh, brings out the, the words of the original, that's important also. Sometimes you need to look at that and see what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to be able to to bolster your your thinking as you're davening, it's very very important. Yeah. Uh, I know that you just came out with this. What what else is planned in the in the series? Well, there are a few other variants of the present volumes. I mean, what what we have out so far uh, are Nosach um, Ashkenaz, right. the two volume, the, the weekday the weekday volume and the Shabbat volume in Nosach Ashkenaz, and there are a few um, different sizes of the Shabbat Siddur. So the next immediate thing is a, is a small version of the of the weekday siddur, you know, compact, soft cover like there is for the Shabbat siddur. Right. But then also um, a lot of people daven Sephard, not Sephard, yeah. um, as opposed to Sephardi, uh, Sephard. We're very popular in Israel. Uh, I mean, that is actually the most common Nosach in Israel. Of course. And so I, I, we're thinking of uh, a Hebrew-only version in Nosach Sephard. Mm. Um, the next, uh, possibly a machzor for Shalosh Regalim, oh, wow. but also for me personally, the, I think really the next, um, uh, the itch, that I, the creative itch I have is for uh, Sefer Tehillim, uh, partly because um, it's uh, close to a half of the 150 Psalms uh, are already translated and, and have pictures matching in the existing Sidurim. Right. But also because working with the Psalms is, was always the most satisfying, the most difficult to translate, always the most difficult n- not to crack, but when you've got it, when you, get, when, you, when you break it open, it's the most satisfying, it's, you know, it's, it's spectacularly beautiful, the, you know, the, uh, the, 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 the Mizmorim, the, psalm, the, the chapters of the Psalms, and they lend themselves usually very wonderfully to visual portrayal such as is possible with photographs. You know, not, not all of the Sidor texts do lend themselves to, right. to, um, to being depicted by a photograph. Right, well, that imagery... Uh, and sometimes, yeah. even when they did, it wasn't really right to. Sometimes there are, you know, there, there are moments during Tefillah, during davening, that you, you, know, you want to be left on your own, to, you know, to allow your own imagination to do, to do the work. And maybe there are differences, personal differences between how we'd interpret it, which, you know, for example, the beginning of Shema Nisrei, sometimes the, there, are, there are concepts which, which, you know, it would be outrageous to think of, you know, think of, trans- right. of you know, representing, such as, obviously, obviously, uh, you know, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that, you know, with that, that God himself, that, you know, that's, that's better, you know, just left, um, you know, it, just clear white or, or um, you know, left for the, for the for the user to you know to use his or her imagination right a- absolutely and and in the flip side when you have a picture at the hotel of uh, of Rabbi Gorin blowing the chauffeur 
at uh, yeah. at, at the part of us Yashir. Even <laughs> you can't that that yeah. uh, imagery is is phenomenal, you know. And then uh, yeah. a, an aerial scene of the uh, Beit Hamikdash. It's uh, you know it's just yeah. absolutely amazing. Well, I, I want to yeah. thank you, um, Michael Haruni, for joining me this morning here on the show. These uh, the set of Sidurim that are out now are amazing. I encourage everybody to get a uh, a set. Uh, and I, I know that it will enhance everyone's uh, tefillah, everyone's davening, and uh, be able to look at it. I agree with you and what you said earlier, that it is not something to simply leaf through um, as, a, as a picture book. However, <laughs> however, I wouldn't yell at anybody if they do after they're done davening or they're sitting around just you know looking through it, because you know, there are certain parts of the tefillah that we don't, honestly, some people don't necessarily give as much thought to, like you said, and if you see what's here, you might say, "Oh, wow! Okay, I, I have, I have to give more thought to this when I get to that part of the tefillah." Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. it can be yeah. used in, in many different ways. Uh, thank you again for joining us this morning. Any final words on uh, on your on your th- and thoughts on the sedurim? Well, first of all, thank you very much for having me. It's been hey, great welcome. talking to you, and I, and I, I really appreciate the, your own appreciation of the sedur, and it's, it's great. It's uh, the most encouraging. Uh, part of this whole project has been the feedback that I've got from people, the positive yes. the sense that people have been re- really able to use it, you know, to enhance their davening, to enhance their connection with God when they daven. Um, and um, uh, again, thank you, and I wish you well. We're entering, uh, entering the three weeks today, as you mentioned earlier, and, um, you know, I hope it's a time of, um, of uh, moving towards much better times, you know, please God. Uh, and... Um, and and sensing also sensing that we're living in looking looking at our, our own times you know we're sen- we're living in uh, remarkable times really I think with the establishment of the state of Israel and and uh, you know we we can just hope for for better times that we that we're moving to up ahead. This is true. Thank you so much again for joining me this morning, Hatzlacha, and everything that you do, Thank and you we'll hear more uh, from you, you in the coming months and years. Take care. Thank you. God bless. Thank you, Michael Haruni. The developer and creator and translator of the uh, Nahalel series of Sidurim. Thank you very much for joining me this morning here on JM Sunday. Don't
When You Believe, playing in the background here as we get set to wrap up another edition of JM Sunday. Our 200th edition, in fact, of JM Sunday right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My thanks to Michael Haruni, who joined me this morning. He's the creator and editor of the Nahalel series of Sidurim uh, for weekday and for Shabbos. And uh, really great uh, really great set of, uh, of Sidurim there. I encourage everyone to get them. My thanks to everyone for tuning in this morning, and uh, we will see you next week back here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network.